0: Great. Tuesday morning broadcast. Well, obviously, um, obviously, God wanted to do me a favor today, so he he scheduled he he made it happen that our guest this morning is scheduled live in person in studio here at JM in the AM. And I say it like that. Is, I mean, the reason I say it like that is because when I have an opportunity to speak about Yeshiva University sports, as many of you know. Uh, I am uh, at my happiest behind this microphone. And today, this morning, with great pleasure, uh, it is um, a real honor to welcome the athletic director of the Yeshiva University School, but I would say more accurately, the Yeshiva University Maccabees. I believe every team that they field is known as the Maccabees. Joe Bednarsh is in studio here at JM in the AM. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Nachum.
1: Fun to be here with you.
0: Can you imagine that I consider the most fun morning of my radio pursuit being the morning that you show up here in studio at JM and the AM? How cool is that?
1: Well, I mean, having seen you at the basketball games and traveling with you last year to the NCAA tournament... uh, I I think it's fair to say that the look painted on your face is that of pure and utter joy and pride. Oh, yeah. So I would say, and of course, I'm here and, you know, you get to bask in my magnificence. (laughs) (laughs) Well, most of what you said is
0: accurate. (laughs) I absolutely love what goes on up there at Yeshiva. I have said a million times, and this audience knows it and I've said it to you, They don't just represent Yeshiva University when they're on the court or the field or the tennis court or in the fencing matches or baseball, cross country, whatever, all the different things that you're involved with. And there's probably, I would guess, somewhere between 10 and 20 sports total that you're involved with at this point. uh, They are not just representing Yeshiva University. These student athletes are representing the Jewish people. And I, I don't even, I'm not exaggerating when I say, I don't mean the American Jewish community, I don't mean New Yorkers, they are literally, literally representing the Jewish people, in many cases, to people, players, coaches, fans, who have never seen or met a Jew in their
1: lives. Yeah. Um, We actually, one of my favorite stories to tell is there was a student athlete on the Mount St. Vincent baseball team that ended up coming to work with us as an assistant director solely because he saw these guys on the baseball field and he saw these guys all get together and they're all swaying back and forth, mumbling to themselves between (laughs) game one and game two of the doubleheader. What the heck are these guys doing? But he came to respect that these guys really did, like, the Torah Umada thing, right? I mean, these guys were able to mesh davening between uh, games of the doubleheader, and they were serious, and they were competitive. It was—it's amazing. In fact, this year, we have a a Chabad kid on the baseball team— he scours the opposing school's uh, for roster J- for, Jewish? for Jewish last names. <laughs> Following games, he'll go over to the kid and say, hey, uh, uh, would, would you like to put on tefillin?
0: That's great.
1: And most of the kids, I mean, like you see it in the airport when you're in Ben Gurion right. and, and other places, most of the kids are into it, and they do it. Their teammates laugh originally, right. at first rather, but then they come to respect it. This is something that we're teaching. The way we behave is is something that we're teaching, and quite frankly... The way we compete is something that we're teaching. And there's so many. I mean, see, see now I could sit with you for the next five
0: hours because (laughs) there's so many stories along the lines of what you're describing that are so important, in my opinion. I mean, the fact that the basketball team is is gathering for a short sheer before every game and what they emphasize, coaches, players, sometimes players on their own, by the way, players just as a players group what they emphasize and how seriously they take their Shabbatot together and how seriously they take their whole experience together and knowing that they're role models and discovering, and I saw this most recently with this current men's basketball team, discovering, having that aha moment that when they're freshmen and we tell them you're representing the Jewish people, they roll their eyes because they don't see themselves as these big role models. But by the time they're sophomores and juniors, you see through their behavior, oh, my gosh, we really we really are representing the Jewish people, and I've got to step up my game in that area. And that, to me, is just remarkable. I, I wish more people would appreciate it. I think we're helping uh, spread that word. Joe Bednarj is here. He's AD, athletic director up at the Yeshiva University. And one of the reasons he's here today is because next week we have the opportunity to participate in something grand, something absolutely wonderful. And that is the induction of the class of 2019 Yeshiva University Athletics Hall of Famers. That's right. It's the second Yeshiva University Athletics Hall of Fame class, the first one back in 2017. And on Monday, this coming Monday at 6 p.m., and someone, one of my staff members told me yesterday that you actually moved this event to the Max Stern Athletics Center because of the number of people that want to be there.
1: Yeah, in 2017, we had it in Weisberg Commons, which right. is one of the really nice rooms. Sure. In the, Love in, that place. In, yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Uh, we had about 120 people. Uh, we were expecting about the same. When we hit 160, we figured it was to time move it. to move, and I think we're up to 180 now. And I expect over 200. It's 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 really remarkable um, how it's just hit home. There really is no way to celebrate all of the players and coaches and and people that they they set. The tone they mm-hmm. gave a current student athletes the ability to play, and no and one of the things one of the things I said last year is these are the shoulders yep. upon whom we stand, and if we don't recognize them and we don't rem- and as Jews we know, if you don't remember mm-hmm. the past, <laughs> ellipses <laughs> and um now I know why you walked in here in such a good mood
0: because having the need to change the location because a number of people are calling who are coming, and seeing that registration just continue to go up, obviously. Makes you extremely happy. And what will everyone be doing that night? They'll be paying tribute to the following people. The uh, men's basketball players, Irv Bader and Dave Kufeld. Uh, women's basketball star, Rebecca Yosher. Uh, men's fencing championship team of 1999, Steve Melner, Alex Trayman, and Hadar Weiss. Uh, women's fencer, Elizabeth Penn, who graduated in 2012. Men's tennis players, Shai Samet and Josh Haston, I forgot how great a tennis player Josh was. Yeah. So he'll be in for the big ceremony? That's great.
1: He'll be there. And what's funny is in the first induction, I really didn't know a lot of these guys. And 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 many of them, unfortunately, we had to award it posthumously. Right. Um but here's Irv Bader, who who's that's involved in sports and, right. and, and Judaism doesn't know Irv. Till this day. Yeah. yeah. Um and Dave Kufeld, of course, one mm-hmm. of the most famous people to come out of the men's basketball program. But, I mean, I watched Melner, Trayman and Weiss, and I, I watched Haston, and, and Samet, and Penn, and Rebecca Yosher was just uh, one of our first you know, NCAA-level superstars. Do
0: they say, arguably, the greatest female basketball athlete in Yashiu University history, or is it already no argument? And she is certainly the greatest women's basketball player in Yoshi University
1: history. So she's up there, and I don't know if, if Dave Kufeld is listening or if Dave Kufeld will be upset at me for, for no, no, I'm pointing this out. So I'm saying, no, women. I, I understand. I'm I'm sorry. I, I'm I'm going coming round around about, Yeah, I'm going round ahead. about here. Uh, you know, something oh, I she got might yelled be the at. the Greatest basketball player mm-hmm. in general. You're saying I'm I'm not going that right. direction. Okay, I'm not go going ahead. that direction either. Uh, we just had a young lady who played four years on the basketball team who graduated. Um, Michal Algi. Uh, She ends her career as the all-time leading scorer for women's basketball. However, she ends her career as the all-time leading rebounder across men or women, which I am so proud of. Um, And so she's got to be up there in the discussion as well. But Rebecca, I mean, watching her at, you know, 5'11", let's say, out-rebounding everybody, leading the NCAA in rebounding for for the year.
0: All right. So arguably is fair. Yes, arguably, arguably the greatest fair. female basketball player in your university history. Yes,
1: but I had to get that, yeah. I had to get that in about Michal. Believe me, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that.
0: <laughs> Joe Bednarj is here. We're talking about what's happening on Monday night. It starts at 6 p.m. up at the Max Stern Athletic Center, the actual gymnasium, the actual arena at 2501 Amsterdam Avenue. This is open to the public, right? People can purchase tickets and be there on Monday night.
1: Yeah. In fact, I would encourage people to purchase tickets. I know that we have, uh, I'm not sure if I can give out the name, but I know we have at least one very famous uh, person who is going to be inducting somebody. Uh, And I know we have a second famous person who's inducting somebody. One of those famous people is sitting opposite me at the moment. (laughs) Um, Now, can I tell you something? May I interrupt? Please. Please. Usually when I interrupt, by the way, it means I'm into the conversations to so be happy.
0: <laughs> when Dave Kufeld called me or emailed me, whatever it was, and just gave an indication that he wanted me to induct him on Monday night, you, you cannot imagine. I'm telling you, I almost came to tears. You cannot imagine what kind of honor I consider this. Now, I've had the opportunity to preside over a lot of really nice events, many religious events, cult- cultural events, etc., etc. It's been a nice career, thank God. This to me is one of my absolute highlights. I mean, I remember and I don't want to give away too much of what I may say Monday night, but I remember as a kid, you know, I was one of those kids for to, for whom everyone bought these Jewish sports you know, sticker books. You know, mm-hmm. the greatest box. You know, Benny Leonard. And, you know, and, and the greatest Hank Greenberg. You know, and, you, and you'd keep track of the greatest Jewish ballplayers in history. Not a very, not a very large publication. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I even have in my home. Remember, they came out with those trading cards. Oh yeah, of, of course. Best baseball players who were Jews. I have that. I, I'm telling you, I was so into this as a kid. And then Dave Kufeld comes along, and I hear about this as I'm, you know, just turning, I don't know, thirteen, fourteen years old. And I hear about this guy, Yeshiva University, who's making headlines because of the rebounding and because of the team's accomplishments, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then, of course, the pièce de résistance when he's drafted by the NBA. And that was um, – so I'm you know, I'm going through all this. And then 40 years later, he calls me and says, I would like you to adu- – I mean, I, I can't – I really can't put this into words. I really can't I, – I know you get from what I'm saying just how honored I am. But it's so much more than that. It's so unbelievable to me that I have this honor of doing it. And one last thing. In addition to him being a great ball player, we opened this conversation the way we did in terms of behavior on the court. I mean, who on earth, more than David Kufeld, do we want our kids to admire than somebody who played and represented the Jewish people the way he did and then went on in his married life and professional life to help build Jewish communities to have this connection with Israel, to, to be one of the you know, nicest people out there in the corporate world, etc. So all of it comes together,
1: and that's the reason that I'm so honored to do this on Monday night. And, and one of the things that I love about it is I get to learn more about these people. Uh, I mean, I know, I know, Dave. I've seen him around. We've talked. We 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 we've communicated. He comes to the games. Comes to the games. He's great when when we go to Merchant Marine Academy. I mean, you know, you're going to get a call and an email from Dave. Hey, <laughs> send me some posters. Send me some information. I'm going to get some people there, but I get to learn more about them not only in their athletics, but I can read that in a book. But I get to know more about them as a person and as a role model and as a leader in either sports and or Jewish community, right. and and the level of respect just goes so far up. Yep,
0: he's amazing, and I cannot wait to do this on uh, on uh, Monday night. All right, everybody out there, uh, the Hall of Fame ceremony up at Jewish University, University Monday at six p.m. You know the list; the list is pretty amazing. Great people, including Irv Bader. Steve Melner, Alex Trayman, Hadar Weiss, Josh Haston, Dave Kufeld, Elizabeth Penn, Shai Samet, Rebecca Yosher, all of them are going to be uh, inducted into the Yeshiva uh, University Athletics Hall of Fame on Monday night. Uh, go to the website, uh, yumax.com. Oh, actually, there's a better website. Go to yuhalloffame.com. Go to yuhalloffame.com. That'll give you the opportunity not only to uh, to, to respond to the event, At the place and add in the dinner journal and get your reservations in. And you have a lot of different levels uh, that people can enjoy in terms of sponsoring the event and being part of this. And people should not think or feel that they need to be related to one of these athletes to be there. If they just admired them like we did, they can be there and enjoy the night. It's going to be a fun
1: evening. It's going to be amazing. Uh, And and you're right. You don't have to know them uh, specifically or personally. These athletes really did make an impact on people. I know that we had a fencer, for example, who started fencing in elementary school <laughs> because he knew that some of these guys are winning championships. Now, fencing is not a sport that exists in a lot of the yeshiva high schools. And so to do that and not to do it on Shabbos for you know, an observant kid is tough. You know, it's not like the T neck uh, Little League where there's enough people sure. to, to have it on Sunday. It is hard, um, and and these guys are really inspiration. So just like Dave was an inspiration to you, right. These fencers are an inspiration, and, and and people might think you're exaggerating, but if you think about it,
0: how many golfers today attribute their pursuit of golf as youngsters to Tiger Woods because of all the massive publicity that his great run had in the early 2000s, and it's really, like you just said, the same thing here. It it, it will not be a shock to Joe Bednarsh if young kids in elementary school want to go into tennis right now because your two tennis teams have been exemplary. You know, we talk about basketball for obvious reasons. It's always such a popular sport and followed by, you know, millions around the country and obviously by a significant number in our community, and the men's basketball team has given us great pride. But just, just think for a moment about what the tennis teams have accomplished over the last few years. You never dreamed they'd be winning consecutive championships.
1: I never dreamed they would be winning consecutive championships when I took over in 2005. Right. I, I like to say that, you know, this is my program. My program just had its bar mitzvah. <laughs> um, and, and so I, I look at it as, had we started from scratch in, in 2005, and we almost did, Um You would not expect to have six years in a row for men's fencing of them going to the NCAA... uh, Men's tennis, I'm sorry. See, you want to be the AD? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I know the answer is yes. (laughs) I don't even have to ask. Uh, uh, Six years in a row of going to the NCAA tournament and advancing in the NCAA tournament. I mean, they're not just showing up. They're competing, they're advancing, they're playing against uh, eventual national champions. It's really amazing. And like you said... They conduct themselves with class, with ferocity, right. which which we encourage. Athleticism, yeah, absolutely. Competition, but you know, we had a, a team that we played against, uh, uh, who's up in Maine, and a lot of the people are are from high up in Maine, near the Canadian border, uh, and they don't know Jews, as you said, right? And here are some guys that we have playing in in yarmulkes, and you know, some of our guys don't follow that rule of when in doubt, call it out um they just want to make sure that they're being fair and so you know if it goes against them they'll make the call that it was in right um which is amazing i'm not sure i could have done that that was not my personality when i stepped over the lines you know outside of the lines yes i can do that it's very easy but inside the lines i'm not sure i could do that and you know women's tennis last year became the first women's sport to ever make it to the ncaa tournament i mean What more could you ask from a program that in 2005 essentially had two and a half women's teams? That's a good trivia question.
0: They are the only women's yeshiva team, Stern College, of course, to make it to the NCAAs. It's a nice sport. That's a women's tennis team.
1: Yeah. I mean, we we have women's fencers going to the NCAA regionals, but as a team, they're the first ones. Um. One of the reasons that uh, some of your
0: teams have had such success is for the reason you mentioned, because um, there's now a desire among younger people to pursue Yeshiva University because they see that it's a campus of champions. Um, I would assume when you start, for instance, when you started, you remember the days when the men's basketball program, for instance, had difficulty sometimes convincing someone, don't go to this Division three school you know, in a different city or Division one school and sit on the bench, But come to us, you'll play and you'll represent the people. And and there was some success in that area and other times real disappointment. Now it seems, especially because of the championship season from last year at a Skyline conference, that that tide has turned. And now I'm not saying it's guaranteed that every athlete you're pursuing that you think belongs to Yeshiva is going to come, but there's much more of a chance. I would guess you get that feeling as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not. It's not just a feeling or a guess. I mean, we, we have the numbers, um, and and I made, you know, I may have opened my mouth a, a little bit too wide, and those people that know me, you know, would not be shocked. But my guess was based on last year's men's basketball, uh, uh, you know, run that that our our um, uh, application numbers would go up by ten percent. That was my guess. That
0: means applications to what, Yeshiva College? Or to Yeshiva
1: the- University. Are you That serious? was my guess. My guess was... Beca- That's
0: how powerful that basketball program can be nationwide for Yeshiva.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I think I mentioned, we. I may have been on the show uh, and talked about, I mean, we got phone calls from Thailand. Right. We got phone calls from South America, from Australia, from... A lot of Jewish pride out I there. I mean, it, it was unbelievable. People who said, hey, I know nothing about Yeshiva University. <laughs> I never heard of Yeshiva University, and... Here I am in Thailand, I know I'm a Jew, I have no connection, but I know I'm a Jew, uh, and I just want to wish you good luck. It, it's, it's amazing. Pretty cool. It, it's, it's, it, it really does, I tell people I have the greatest job in the world. I wake up every morning, I'm in the office by 7.30, I know that means nothing to you, <laughs> 7.30, you call me a slacker. It's still an accomplishment. <laughs> I, I just, I can't wait to get there, and I can't wait to get my work done from 7.30 to 9, and then nine o'clock already. I have a steady stream of student athletes coming in, and I get to help them. I get to say yes. I get to be part of something bigger than myself, and I get to be part of something that is, you know, f- starting lineup in men's basketball, all wearing kipot, Uh playing the hatikva at all of our games. It, I get to be part of something so special, and I know that you get it because oh, you 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 I love, love it. it. I love it. Yeah, it's it's just it, it's amazing. It's just amazing.
0: Schedule's not out yet for next season of men's basketball, is it? Uh,
1: it might be up on oh, the might website. might be up already? Yeah. I, we schedule
0: I, over a year in advance. I like analyzing the schedule and then informing the audience, which would be really good family-friendly games Sunday afternoon, Saturday night, et cetera, et cetera. So we do that uh, for some of the home games. Not that we discourage people from going to the road games. Those are also great, depending on what neighborhood you're in. Um, so that's, that's one thing. And, and secondly, it does seem that, uh, please God, Uh, That team, again, you know, very high profile team is going to be pretty strong with a lot of great athletes, uh, many of them returning and hopefully some new ones as well. And uh, we have a lot to be very hopeful for when it comes to all the programs, but especially, as you know. The men's basketball, I always feel I have to be apologetic for being so into the men's basketball team, but I mean, after all, you know, they are very high profile. But,
1: but that's why we're like Jack Spratt and his wife. You know, I have to make sure that I touch on the rest of the programs, especially for the women.
0: Uh- <laughs> you at, you just had a retirement
1: in the, in the athletic department, am I right? Yeah, this is, uh, it, when I mention the name, anyone that went to Yeshiva University will remember the name. Uh, After 32 and a half years, but we're rounding up to 33, Stan Watson is going to be stepping down. He's going to retire. He's going to move to South Carolina and sit on his front porch in a rocking chair, drinking sweet tea. Um, And he's, yeah, he's going to be retiring. I wish we... uh, is going to come out badly. I wish we didn't have the Hall of Fame so that I could make a party for him now. <laughs> um, it's just for those of you that have ever planned an event on that scale, you know it, it's just not doable. But in September, we're going to have a, a, a major party for Stan. And, and I mean, there will be several hundred people there. People that haven't thought about athletics in a little while, haven't thought about Yeshiva University in a little while. He is such a fixture up there. Ah, an absolute fixture. And
0: I- it's obvious that he loves the students. And it's obvious the students love him. Uh, th- is there a replacement
1: yet? There isn't. So there's never going to be a replacement. Those shoes should be bronze because nobody can fill them. Wow. Um, but, y- you know, he... I always joke he's the firmest guy at Yeshiva. <laughs> um, he has really helped raise generations of Jewish kids. He, he's, he's uh, I mean, I wrote in a tribute in our uh, awards banquet booklet. I wrote a tribute to Stan. And one of the things that I said is, is one of my favorite moments was when Stan was pulled or pushed into the center circle. And everyone that attended YU cheered. And then I have a picture up in my house of Stan and myself alone in that center circle just dancing at my wedding. And, you know, hopefully my wife will not be angry at me if I say that's one of my favorite moments of the whole thing. What? And everyone yeah. is so excited for him. It, he's, he's just beloved. He's given advice. He's given help. He, he, he's selfless. Does he have a sports background? Did he play as a
0: kid or as, as a teenager? Was he in the college bowl?
1: Uh, so you know, I like to joke about Stan that the older he gets, the better he was. <laughs> That's great, <laughs> um, and he would appreciate that. He line. would appreciate that line. <laughs> uh, but I mean, he played basketball. He ran track. He 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 he's, he's a, he's a, a heck of an athlete. And Stan and I used to play basketball together before I was a full time uh, employee at YU. And if you didn't know us when we crossed over onto that court, you would think these are two people that. Absolutely hate each other. (laughs) These are two people that could never get along. I mean, we trash talked and pushed and, 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 you know, we never came to blows, but it was unbelievable. And we'd cross over that line and get a drink of water and we're hugging and we, I mean, we love each other legitimately.
0: Well, we pay tribute to him, Stan Watson, everybody, proving you don't have to be from our community to be a role model for great Jewish kids. And he certainly is, anyone who's observed him over the last 30 plus years saw. Uh, that he was a real role model for the athletes of Yeshiva University. Joe Bednarj is here. Final reminder, everybody, the Yeshiva University Athletics Department is inducting the 2019 Athletics Hall of Fame class this coming Monday, June 3rd. Come celebrate with congratulations to Irv Bader, Steve Melner, Alex Trayman, Hadar Weiss, Josh Haston, Dave Kufeld, Elizabeth Penn, Shai Samet, and Rebecca Yosher. To RSVP or to place an ad in the Dinner Journal Go to YUHallofFame.com, YUHallofFame.com, and the great news is that this event has gotten so large it has been moved from its original location to the actual Max Stern Athletic Center up at Yeshiva University. Very appropriate. That's where uh, this is going to be taking place. Although Dave Kufeld may tell you that you should go to George Washington uh, high school, you know, give it, give the award at the gym, you know. <laughs>
1: well, that we're, only because of Dave we're raising the baskets, you know. We're afraid he's going to put on a show because I bet he still can.
0: By the way, do you know? A little bit more of YU trivia that the person that I officially took over from for JM and the AM was Dave Kufel. Dave Kufel did this show seriously. And that was the joke. You have to be a certain height to do the show. (laughs) Uh, Dave Kufel did this show in 1982. And when I took over in the middle of 1983, he was the one who trained me how to do this show which a lot of people don't know. Obviously, I'll mention it Monday, but a lot of people don't realize that we have a connection far beyond the whole basketball thing, which is really cool.
1: That's at WYUR? At WFMU. Wow. At, WFMU. at WFMU. Wow.
0: First, My first uh, soiree into non-WYUR radio. So imagine that. So there's a, another amazing connection that we have, and I'm looking forward to doing this on Monday night. And you said there's someone else yeah, that yeah. is well-known. A very famous name. Who you're not going to mention now, you're
1: saying. Uh, I'm not sure that I can. Ah, okay. Yeah. Um, and can
0: I ask who they'll induct or,
1: uh, yeah, they'll be inducting Irv Bader. Oh, cool. But it, it is a name.
0: I already have an idea who it might be. Um, do you know where on the program Dave Kufeld's being inducted? Like, I'd like to know if I'm first or, or eighth or ninth. you have any idea yet how you're going
1: to do it in what order? It hasn't been determined yet. Uh, I'm not sure. What? Do, where, how do you want it? You want to go first? Somewhere wanna, in the you middle. You want to break the ice? I
0: want to be somewhere in the middle. I mean, middle.
1: nobody could follow you. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know about that, but I want
0: to be somewhere in the middle.
1: I mean, I will be honored. I'll be inducting Rebecca Yosher. Cool. Um, so I feel the same as you. I mean, uh, I, I worked my whole career at YU to improve the number and the quality of the women's sports, and, and inducting Rebecca will be a tremendous honor for me as well. Who
0: coaches women's basketball now?
1: Right now, Mike alone, Michael alone, coaches women's basketball for a
0: while, or just the first year?
1: No, no, for several years now. Oh, nice. Yeah, and he's he's just a fantastic recruiter, um, and so we're bringing in just really good quality kids. So
0: the same thing going on on the men's side is going on on the women's side, oh, showing absolutely. them that this is where you belong, and you don't belong sitting on a Division One bench somewhere. You belong at Yeshiva.
1: That's right. You should be here representing your people, playing with your people. And and learning more for those of, for those right. that don't know, learn more about it. Right. right? Nobody's telling you you're going to have to be you know a rabbi or rabitson right. or just come learn. You know, uh, and if you if you leave Yeshiva University with a little bit more respect and a little bit more knowledge, I, I think we did a really good job. Agreed.
0: All right, Joe, I could do this all morning as I told. <laughs> well, I practically I practically have. <laughs> Joe Bednar, she's the athletic director of the YU uh, Yeshiva University Maccabees yuhalloffame for this coming Monday night. yuhalloffame Thank you so much for being here today. It's my pleasure. Noah. We'll see you on Monday, and I'm very much looking forward to it. More coming up. It is, in fact, a Tuesday morning broadcast at JM in the AM. <laughs>